What's going on? How you doing? Chris, how are you? What's going on, man? I introduced the show. I want you to do it. No, you're introducing the show. Introduce it. I just love... Well, it's Consistency. Like, okay, well, all I really wanted was for you to say that people should, you know, pay attention to Twitter, but you wouldn't do that. You said, who cares about Twitter? What are you talking about? You're talking about something from last week? Yeah, I'm talking about last week. I'm talking about seven days ago. It's still fresh in my mind. Seven days ago. Now you understand? It's like, if I do Dude, for you... Dude, fucking introduce the show. I can't even... Nothing you say is registering, because I don't if, know what we're doing. Listen, Where are we? You're what are we doing? You're a sick person. If I do for Hello, you... Hello, welcome to Dopey, the podcast about drugs, addiction, and dumb shit. I'm Chris, and this is Dave. Okay, what? What were you talking about? If I do for you, you need to reciprocate. That's what friendship and partnership is. No, what it's about is consistency. The same jingle in the beginning, and your angelic voice saying... My, I don't like mine. It's just like I don't like my face. I don't like the way I introduced Dopey. You're ruining the show. I'm not ruining I'm the show. I'm fucking dead serious. You're dad. On the oh, last Mr. episode. Mr. Media. Mr. Mr. Allen, Media himself. When we paused it, he said you needed to introduce it. Then he told a story about Chinese women needing to make change that you thought was amazing. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Listen. When you shit on our fucking horrible fucking Twitter... I can't be so cooperative. Just, just let's just dissect that line that you just said. When I shit on our what Twitter? Our piece of shit Twitter account. <laughs> so when I shit on our shitty Twitter, it just I'm gets just not allowed to shit on the shitty. Thing? No, it gets shittier. You're just jealous because my Instagram is popping like. <laughs> <a> pop. <laughs> listen, I'm, I, it's like listen. Jealousy is something that I do struggle with. But not go around your, your Instagram. You swear to God. I swear. To God. I swear to God. I'm not jealous. I, I'm, I'm proud of you. I think you do a nice job. I'm not I'm jealous. I'm proud of your Twitter shit, too. You shouldn't be. I am. My Twitter's I'm proud that you're, I'm proud that you're trying. I, I heard you read those tweets. They're horrible. They're pretty <laughs> bad. This shit <dude> is horrible. <laughs> They're pretty bad. And we also had to take down one of your tweets. Should we go into that? What was that? Nah, we shouldn't go What was that? that? The tweet you had to take down that I also posted a picture of on Instagram. Because oh. we're idiots. I, listen, Dopey Nation, I swear I've never been homophobic in my life. I, I love gay people. No, it's I'm just like stupid. borderline gay. Dopey Nation, we posted some... So Dave made this comment where he used the word... No, 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 no. I don't, I don't want to... I don't want to promote me being homophobic anymore. But you're not homophobic, and I know that. And so did um, the people who listened. They knew that too, but we were just idiots in what we did. I don't, I don't know why, like... I. I find that when I'm homo- when I speak in a homophobic way, it really loosens me up. I know that's strange. It's, it's sad because yeah. I would never do that in a racist way. So when you're homophobic, it feels comfortable to you. Yeah, I'm like comfortable with being <laughs> homophobic somehow. It might mean you're homophobic. Maybe I'm homophobic. <laughs> um, I don't think you're homophobic. I'm not homophobic, and you can shit on my shitty Twitter and make it shittier if that's what you want to do. That's fine. Yeah. You know what? Whatever you want, man. Hello and welcome to Dopey, the podcast about drugs, addiction, and dumb shit. Great. Now I can just edit, lop off that whole intro. Really? It was good. You didn't like that? It was all right. It was all right. Anyway, so I went on a family vacay. To Hershey's. Yes. I was so excited. I was texting Dave every day. How is it? How is it? He said, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Why were you so excited? Because I like her. I genuinely like regular Hershey's milk chocolate bars. You do? I think they are delicious. I think that I've tried all this. I love Cadbury's dark chocolate. It's pretty fucking good because it's basically milk chocolate, I think. But do you just, know who makes Cadbury's simple, dark chocolate? And, and I don't even, I'm not even talking about the thicker king size ones. Did, 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 did I just ask you who cleansed Who, Hershey's? Dude, what are you doing? Hershey's where, where makes Cadbury's. Where, where are you? <laughs> what are you doing? Hershey's makes Cadbury's, is that what you're saying? I'm, tr- I'm trying to say any... I, why don't you just talk? Okay, when you asked me, do you know who makes Cadbury's chocolate? I thought you were going to say Hershey's makes Cadbury's. They do, but you sense. just kept talking. Okay. Do you want to hear about the, my adventure? Or do you want to... Why don't you, you just talk? The floor is yours. No, just talk. I don't have anything to say. No, now I'm going to start talking, and then you're going to start talking again. Well, you give me things to say. I give you stuff to talk about. Yeah. So we went on a family vacation to... Pennsylvania. We stayed on a farm in uh, Marietta, Pennsylvania, okay. which is a real like 
small little town, like Mennonite-style town, horse and buggies and shit. Which I must say, I get a little frustrated because I keep inviting Dave to come to Boston. I have a place for him to stay with his fiance and with his child, his beautiful daughter. It's right next to Paul Revere's house, the Freedom Trail, Old Ironsides, the Children's Museum, the Science Museum. It's everything. He's got a place. He doesn't do it. He goes to the Hershey's factory, which I can't blame him. I do what I'm told. Do you think Linda wants to go to your parents' house? Because I know she doesn't. They're not there. It doesn't matter. It's just staying in a hotel. That's all it is. It's literally staying in a hotel. When? Whenever. Whenever. Whenever they're not there. All right. They're they're there now. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, the point is that maybe one day we'll go. I was talking about my family vacation. Okay, so you're at Marietta Farms. Now we're 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 at Marietta Farms in the Mennonite town. It's actually it's no it's Marietta, Pennsylvania. And Mennonites. Mennonites for the Dopey Nation is kind of like Amish people. They're like Amish people who can gamble. They're like Amish light. (laughs) But they're Amish people there, too. And they're super kind of religious, and they're very nice, wholesome people. We stayed at a farm called the Old Fogey Farm, and we uh, collected eggs. We all milked a goat and then drank the goat's milk. Really? Yeah. What did it taste like? It's kind of like blood. Are you serious? It tastes like bloody milk. Ew. It was like salty milk. It was warm. That's disgusting. Yeah. It was like very... That's very disgusting. I didn't say that. We're at the table. We all... Then they do a a breakfast where we're all sitting at the table. And uh, and they were like, oh, yeah. Oh, you actually stayed with the Mennonites? They weren't Mennonites. They were just... They were people capitalizing on the Mennonites? Yeah. But it was like, no, they have a working farm. It's a bed and breakfast. We stayed in like... So you drink the milk and you say, hmm? You drink the milk and... Well, you we were there. You liked it? We were there for two days, right? Yeah. First day, we were there with this this like twenty something year old couple and their parents. Yeah, and everyone goes drink some milk. They go, oh yeah, that's pretty good, yeah. And then the next day, and, and then you're like, yeah, it tastes creamy and warm, yeah. <laughs> and then the, the next, <laughs> Did you want any more? Like, no. <laughs> no <laughs> the first day, Nora was like, no, I don't, don't want to drink that. She goes, maybe I'll drink it the next day. The next day, we're there. Is it cold the next day? Has it been refrigerated overnight? No, you milk the goat the uh, next day. If you don't milk the goat, the goat's in a lot of pain because they build up all that milk in their udders. I'm sure a lot I, of <laughs> Mennonite Dopey fans know about that. I saw this really funny Instagram that said, I bet the first guy to drink milk was into some really freaky shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it so, it? it's so nasty? Yeah. It's like I have this Dominican friend. This, you know, He was actually the guy who sold me my last Clonopins. And, uh, and I saw on, uh, on Facebook, his post was, Yo, B, I can't believe milk is just cow's pus. <laughs> it was like a horror emoji. Okay, um, so the next day... So then the next day, um, that family left, and now this Indian family has come. Yeah. And it's uh, like, a, a, like a young mom and her two very young kids, and then her parents, who are from Calcutta. Yeah. Okay? And... Um, and um, and the the people who own the farm, I think, are pretty seriously racist, and they hate Indians. Because then uh, the first day, why they, hate Indians? They just, I think, they hate anybody who's oh, not American. Okay. Right. And um, the first day, they were very much like, I can't. Believe, I, you have to bleep the name of the farm now. Um, Did we say? Yeah, that? I said it. You have to make. We have to it's put Boone's it in, farm. Huh? It's Boone's farm. Do I have to say it again now? No, don't Do say it again. Twice? But you said it once. Yeah, okay. I said it. You have to believe it now. Okay. But so, because the, the first day was all white people, so they barely talked to me because I was the Jewish one. Yeah. But the second day, since they're all Indian, they, they, can, only, they <laughs> can only talk to me. And, um, and the, the man was like, oh, yes, I, I love this farm. I, I do not like milk, but uh, I, I would try the goat's milk. And they each try to drink the milk. And he goes, oh, yes, there's no smell <laughs> because Indian goat's milk smells bad. Oh. And she's like, she's like, yeah, well, we feed the goat good things here. <laughs> and then, uh, and then um, I drink it again. And all I'm thinking like is, this tastes like blood. And all I want to say is, it tastes like blood. <laughs> but I refrain from saying it. That's t- all I wanted to is say. Everybody's saying it tastes good. They say, oh, yeah. Is anybody, like, actually drinking it as if it's, like, regular? They're like, why are you Is, it, is no, everybody having, like, a sip and being like, oh, it's good? Yeah. They each have a sip out of... We're, we're like, sharing the ceremony, the ceremonial pot of blood. We're passing around this hot silver thing of Wait, milk. really? Was it one thing you passed around? Yeah. Like, no way. It was. We just took it out of the fucking udders of the goat. Just tell me about the Hershey's factory. No, I, I like this. 
like, I just want to do this again. He just reads, he goes, Oh, yes, there's no smell. (laughs) 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 Oh, yes, it's fresh. He goes, It's medium. (laughs) It's not too bad. It's medium. I don't know what the fuck it is. And he goes, He goes, Oh, yes. Wait, so what would be the opposite? What would be on either spectrum of medium? Very good. Very bad. Oh, yes, there's no smell. It's medium. I was thinking hard and soft. Oh, it's medium. It's medium. Then he goes, then he goes, uh, he goes, goes, oh, so you're working. New York City, lot of homeless there. No, he and I said, dude, you live in fucking Calcutta. Like a third of the town yeah. is like this shanty. It was, it was just so odd. It was so odd. And they were like, they love Nora. They're like, oh, Nora, get in picture. They, all these pictures they took with Nora. And, Was he a doctor? Um, I don't know what he did. Um, Oh, at medium. I just thought that was so funny. It is. And um, and then we uh, and Nor- and Nora is just like freaked out by the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, but she drank the milk. Yeah. She goes, oh, that's that is medium. Yes, that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> there's no smell. <laughs> oh yes, there's no smell, Daddy. Um, so we, oh yes, there's no smell. Yeah. Wait, so tell me about the Hershey's factory. So um, ideas. I have to say. I, I I'm not impressed. Really? I'm just not impressed. It's like going to like some fucking. I saw sh- a picture of your daughter with glasses on, staring through a window, and all I wanted to know was what is she looking at? She wasn't wearing glasses. She was wearing a hairnet. I was wearing a hairnet. Oh, she wears glasses. Yeah, yeah she's wearing glasses. Wearing, yeah, yeah. She's wearing glasses. That's wearing glasses. No, you the, thought I was like safety yeah, goggles? Yeah, no, there was no safety goggles. It was on the other side of that glass. What, what it's like is it's like it's like you're a big pothead. Okay, imagine this. This is my analogy. Yeah. You're a big pothead, and you yeah. go to some plantation of weed, and all they have is swag. That's what going to Hershey's for chocolate is like. What do you mean? I mean, the, the chocolate is not the dang. But do you see, like, the big fucking... No. I like that. Is there, like, big machines, like, melting? Like, like, like I'm thinking, like, Willy Wonka. No. There's, like, big fucking giant metal pots stirring liquid chocolate and then pouring it into bars. You don't see that shit? No. All I can think about is that Indian guy. <laughs> oh, yes, there's no smell. <laughs> he was so worried that there would be a smell. <laughs> anyway... No, you, we went to this thing called Make Your Own Chocolate Bar, and on the ride there, I'm like, we each, me and, and Nora and Linda were talking about um, what kind of chocolate bar we're going to make. And, and what my are you daughter... saying? I mean, a milk or a dark? Or like, what are you, well, I had a whole plan. What are the options? I was going to make something called Chocoleto Supremo. That was my bar. What is that? It was chocolate... Peanut butter and a. Did they have peanut butter and shit to put in it? No, they didn't. (laughs) (laughs) My 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 proposed for. What are the options? Chocolate or chocolate? I didn't know. We all we all came up with a thing. Mine was dark chocolate, peanut butter, and some sort of biscuity cookie crunch. That was what I wanted. Nora wanted a s'more. That was basically what she wanted. <laughs> she wanted ham cracker, marshmallow, She's and six, milk chocolate. Right, yeah. She's seven. Yeah. And Linda wanted white chocolate with pretzel bits and rainbows, okay? Rain- with rainbow sprinkles. So we get there, and the only options are milk chocolate or dark chocolate, and then the options of... It's the Hershey's dark. Milk which chocolate, is swag. dark chocolate... Or white chocolate. And then the options for interior are cookie bits, chocolate chips, pretzel bits, and sprinkles. Okay, so let's say you do uh, milk chocolate with chocolate chips on the inside. What is that? Well, it's what would that even be? <laughs> the, the interesting thing is that Linda's whole bar was there, which makes me think that she knew about it. Beforehand, because everything she picked was available. She thinks she looked on the computer? I think she knew about it. But... But it turned out also, so that in that machine, the the other lame piece of this chocolate, make your own chocolate bar, is that on the, like Linda wanted it to be white chocolate. Yeah. But the base of every chocolate bar is milk chocolate. So, so like, I no peanut butter because of peanut allergies, no marshmallows for Nora's, no graham crackers. 
So Linda made the bar she wanted, except the base was milk chocolate. So the only one that came to fruition was... What did Linda name hers? Linda's chocolate bar? I don't know. Was yours chocolate soprata or something? It was supposed to be, but it turned out to be David's chocolate lovers. And Nora's was Nora's Hershey chocolate. Um, But mine was milk chocolate, dark chocolate, chocolate chips, cookie bits, Rice Krispies. How was it? It was... Pretty dank. And you didn't try the chocolate bacon? No. Why not? I was, like, sick by then. Uh, but there was a funny moment right there. Outside of the make-your-own chocolate, there's, like, all of these trays of candy and stuff. Yeah. And there's, and I took a picture and I sent it to Chris of chocolate bacon. Yeah. And then there was, like, these other trays of, like, these sticks, like shish kebab, yeah. with popcorn and chocolate and caramel, and they're huge. And the next one had white chocolate and all that stuff. But in this tray, there were, like, little broken pieces of chocolate in the tray. Yeah. And I walked up to the lady and I said, I said, I'm a scavenger, and I want those bits of chocolate that have fallen onto the tray because you're going to throw those out. Can you give those to me? Yeah. And she's like, excuse me? And I said, the chocolate that fell off the stick, Yeah. can you give it to me? To she, eat? Yeah. And what she said? She said, sure. And, and Linda and Nora were so embarrassed. Really? Yeah. And I gave it to them. Have <laughs> 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 you heard of Merit Cigarettes? Of course. I heard Merit Cigarettes is basically... And I don't know if this is true. It's an urban legend. What, that they sweep up the crap that... From Marlboro's. Yeah. (laughs) Is that just a legend? Yeah. And I heard there's... Did you hear there's bugs in it? Because it's swept up. Did you hear that too? I've never heard of that. There's There's little bugs in the Merits. I don't think that's true. Well, remember it used to be a deal. I remember like back in the day, in like the late 90s, like Merits were cheaper than Marlboro's. And now it's like they're like a dollar cheaper. Merits are like the cigarettes that old florists smoke. Like, if you go to a flower shop, they're smoking fucking Or just old in people bag. in general. Merits. Yeah. The worst was, um, there was this cowboy cigarettes. What the fuck was it called? I can't remember. There's some cowboy cigarettes they used to smoke that was really... Uh, uh, Broncos or something. Yeah. They still, Broncos? Yeah. Dude, I haven't I remember in high school, I got a pack of fucking Broncos for $2.50. I haven't... They still suck cigarettes for, like, five bucks in Pennsylvania. Uh, like brand real shit, yeah. not like Marble Chinese five fifty. Yeah, I fucking haven't smoked since the first week of July. What do you have in your hand right now? I'm, I vape when you're around. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a vape. Your what dad was upset with you when he saw that. What did he say? He said, "Dad, said, what are you? Why are you doing that or something?" And Dave, what did you say? He said, "He, he said rush of nicotine." He said, "Why are you vaping?" And I said, "Because I enjoy the smooth rush of nicotine." <laughs> but um. Aren't you? Isn't that a pretty amazing? That I haven't smoked a cigarette. It is. Every day I get off the train and I like walk past the smokers and I, I smell. I go, hmm. and then I think, I could buy a pack. I think that's the first thing I think. I Every think. day. Yeah, I think I could buy a pack, and then I think, I'd like to smoke a cigarette, you know, and then I'm like, but if I smoke a cigarette, I'm getting. I'm actually going to get physically sick. Yeah, it's going to make me sick, and then what? Then I'll have smoked the cigarette. I won't. Uh, my life will be worse than it is now, and I'll have a pack of cigarettes, and I'll be smoking again. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the upside? I'm just so different than you. I, last week I had two puffs of a cigarette. Nothing. Oh, look, it's Todd. Who is it? Todd. Todd. Yo, dude. Hello. Todd, my old friend. Yo, what's up, man? Who can't be bothered to talk to his old friend for so many years. The on, right, only go. calls here me for go. the show. God damn it. Here we go with this shit. Breaks my heart. <laughs> Breaks my heart. Todd. I, yes, I wanted to call you, obviously, before we had this conversation. <laughs> so hectic. It's been out of control. Todd, let me tell Todd, it's Chris. What's up? What's up, Chris? How you feeling, guys? I'm good. Let me tell you two things real quickly. Number one, Todd... That after Dave's dad, or maybe tied with Dave's dad, we've had the most requests for a return appearance of you. I send them all. It's very impressive. And then I want Dave to reiterate what I said to you ten minutes before we started recording. Okay. Chris likes it when you call him. Okay. That's, that's putting it modestly. I he said, said <laughs> I look forward. <laughs> we Chris thinks. He, Chris, listen, I knew. I said if I relapse and die. That the only person that could replace me is Todd. <laughs> well, what I've, but I, what I've said since the beginning is that nobody 
who could ever come on Dopey could come close to the power that Todd can bring to the show. The stuff that Todd could say, it could, it could just... Wait, just kill the world. Uh, especially compared to the suckers that we have calling in from time to time. Oh, really? No, I mean, you know, here and there. But, well, it warms my heart just, you know, to, to experience how much love you guys have for uh, me, uh, I guess, calling into the show and just exposing my life to the whole world. Um, no, but let know. me say this, though. Forget all that shit. I love Todd. Dopey or no dopey. And it breaks... Me and Todd was one of my best friends. Ever. And he's just gone. No, I'm not. Gone. I'm here. Like a, I'm here. I'm here. It just... It's, uh, you just have no idea. It's, I am working my ass off and I am making no money. And it has just been such a frustrating, you know, summer that I, I'm like losing my mind. So, well, I mean, it's like... Literally, I've been working days. I've been nights. Like, I, I really don't even have a day off sometimes. It's just been hectic. It's been crazy. Let's um, cut to the chase. When's the last time you did dope, Todd? Oh, God. Uh, about a week ago. Duh. That's why you don't call me. I knew it. At least a week ago. That's why you don't no, call I, me. I do that. It was like a one moment of weakness, and I just had to dive right in. It was such a bad day. My parents came to town that day. It was a nightmare. Like you, you, this visit with my folks was so just ridiculous. And then I got fired that day. It was it was insane. Todd, like was, Todd, how old are uh, you? How old am I now? Yes, forty-three years old. Let me ask you a different question. How many one moments of weakness have you had in your forty-three? Oh, years? Leave him alone. What are you, <laughs> oh you doing? He's never going to call in again. Leave him alone. Oh no, I've had a million. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. No, I'm not proud of it, but it's just I. Tell us the story, Todd. Okay, I will tell a very brief because it's just it's God, it was ridiculous. All right, so I was I was working at this craft beer bar on First Avenue, Sixty Second Street, huge place. They have like all these new beers um, that are coming in off all these like you know hipster, very popular in the craft beer world kind of beers that we had that no other place had. So um, that's the that, that was the place I was working. So my parents come down, you know, they call me on Friday and tell me that they're coming down on Sunday. And I'm like, okay, great, you know, um, I'll see you guys then, blah, blah. The next thing I know, I'm at work, like, two hours later. And, like, actually, we're going to come down tomorrow um, just to say hi. And it was, like, you know, it was in the morning. I had to be at work at, like, 10.30 in the morning, so that means they were coming down at the crack of dawn. I'm just not a morning person. Whatever. So... (laughs) Were they, like, they coming uh, to check on you kind of thing? No, they, they wanted to bring down my, my winter clothes and my bike because I left it up at the house when I moved back down here. And I just, you know, I hadn't seen them. I haven't seen them in six months. And um, me and my father haven't been getting along very well. It's just like we're not really speaking that much because he's just so fed up with me just being a loser. And um, he's, he found out that I was I, I have all this credit card debt that I didn't tell about long story short he's like so pissed off at me that like we don't even really speak on the phone anymore so he comes so I had barely spoken to them on the phone we were just kind of texting back and forth and then they come down they you know that that morning and I, I could not sleep I was really worried about them coming so I was like up all night and I you know I felt like shit the next day or you know where you go to sleep and you're just kind of like asleep behind your eyes but you're not really you know, asleep, you know, kind of feeling. So, yeah, so I felt I was there. And then, um, so they come down. uh, I meet them coming back from uh, getting a cup of coffee from Starbucks. My dad's, like, unloading this stuff in the car. I walk up to him. I give him a hug. give him a kiss. Hey, Dad, how's it going? Blah, blah. See my mom. I give her this nice, long, you know, hug. And I'd really miss them, blah, blah. So uh, my dad's like, all right, well, uh, Nancy, you stay with the car. And, me, you know, we'll, we'll go upstairs. I'll bring Todd's stuff up with him to the upstairs so we go up there the door closes behind me and uh the next thing i know my dad's like um todd i'd really like you to do this for me right now and i go oh but i turn around he's a drug test in in his hand and i'm like are you kidding me dad he's like no i'd really appreciate it if you you would do this for me i'm like i mean yeah sure but i mean i wish you would have said something i just woke up like 20 minutes ago and you know i took that colossal first morning that you know lasts five minutes long and I was completely drained and 
you know, I have to go to the bathroom. So not to mention, you can't piss on command. And, and I can't. And David, this is you're going to know. Listen to this part. So the best part about it is, as I'm going into the bathroom, my father goes. I go to close the door. My father's like, "No, Todd, that's okay. You can leave it open." He did not even trust me. He somehow thought I had some magical bottle of urine or something. <laughs> if you were Chris, you would have. <laughs> Chris had one attached to his taint at all times if he was using. Wow. Yeah, he called it his grundle bottle. <laughs> I think I heard this. I think I've heard this story. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's dedication right there. I'll give you one up for that. Um, and you were obviously but, uh, dirty. No, no, no. I mean, I had, you know, I had smoked weed. Um, I don't, and I had, at that point, I hadn't done dope in a really long time. I don't think I did was. Anything that would have shown up more than just marijuana. No pills um, or anything in the in the blood. No, in the no, room? I haven't taken a benzo in like weeks. Like I, you know, I, I popped a, you know, I popped them once in a while if I find them or someone offers me one. But like I don't really, you know, I don't, it, I don't think it was in my system. No, um, there's only going to be marijuana in my system. Which my dad, I told my dad, I, you know, I still smoke marijuana. I had no problem telling him about that. But he's he won't let me close the door, and I'm sitting there trying to like squeeze out just like. Two drops, and he's sitting there like whistling as he's like <laughs> waiting for me to like yearny. And I have like the shyest bladder in the world, and he's just sitting there staring at the back of my head, you know, or or reading the paper. I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but he's sitting back there whistling Dixie while I'm trying to fucking take take a piss into a drug test that was just sprung on me. For absolutely no reason. Well, there's a so reason. I, there's a reason. I mean, but Come on. Not that, not that I had seen, like, no, not that I had personally seen. I didn't think he was going to do this. This is a total and utter, complete shock to me. But so, the thing is, though, Todd, that if you had pissed and you had only smoked pot, you would have won that round. No, 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 no. But I was trying to. It, it, the story's not over. I, I, I tried to like squeeze out a couple drops. I couldn't go. So we go to we go to breakfast, and it's like you know. It, me and my mom are pretty much just talking during breakfast. My dad's, like, all furious. Like, he's so mad. Like, he really just couldn't believe that I didn't have to go to the bathroom. But, I mean, I really didn't. And, but, you know, I, we were, the whole plan was to go back after breakfast and, and, try, and try again. So I'm sitting, you know, I'm sitting there at breakfast. I'm slugging down cups of water. I'm asking her for refills, like, four or five times. I'm, like, you know, I'm drinking coffee. Like, I'm, like, all getting ready, and, you know, to do this. So, um, my, so my, my dad's a total, you know, asshole. Their whole, the whole breakfast, it was a horrible, you know, get together. Me and my mom were getting along, but my mom was playing really like, you know, stupid. Like we had a second alone. I'm like, mom, what's up with the drug test? And she goes, oh my, he, he gave you, he, he wanted you to take a drug test. I'm sitting there like this, like, of course she knew. Like, of course I, she knew. Just, it was such a bad lie. And it's like, good cop, bad mind. cop. Classic good yeah, cop, I bad mean, cop. Yeah, it's, and it was so obvious. My mom, and like, I, they talk about everything. I know they do. And like, there's no way in hell she didn't know. And I'm just like, Mom, you know, what's, go, what's going on with you? Well, I think he's just really concerned about you because you just never seem to have any money. And, and you just keep changing these jobs. And I'm like, Mom, I'm just, you know, I'm just doing the best I can here. You know, it's just the way... It, you know, things are working out and whatever. So, you know, I realize I'm not going to get any, you know, real truthful, meaningful, deep conversation along with my mom for those five minutes other than just to say, what's up, dad's ass, whatever. So we, uh, my dad makes us leave, leave my mom sitting alone at the fucking restaurant when, like, we weren't even done drinking our coffees just so I could run back to the bathroom and try to go to the bathroom again before work and so he rips me up from, from, from you know our meal I go across the street to the apartment and I'm sitting there same thing he's sitting there whistling I'm like dad you've got to stop whistling and you got to you know just I, like let me close the door a little bit and try to go into the bathroom what? I'm like running Does I'm he... running the water I'm running hot water like I'm putting my hands in the hot water like as he's <laughs> with the door open and one hand on my dick one hand on the knob of like the <laughs> And trying to like get some heat on my hand, so I'll urinate for my fucking father, and he'll become, you know, at least not such an asshole for five minutes. Did you and pee? I just, no, I couldn't. I just, I couldn't go. I just, Todd, no, I, no, 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 Todd, you can overshoot the mark by drinking too much stuff. Because if you're already nervous and shy, and then you drink a shitload, mm-hmm. it almost goes backfires on it's you. All no, bullshit, Todd. No, Todd, Todd, I swear, I cannot. I couldn't you go. I can't. are the most. No, stubborn. Don't say it. You're just the most what? stubborn person. 
You're just so stubborn. I couldn't. I I agree with you. Yes, but this was not like a, a showdown between me and my father by me not urinating into this cup. I swear, I was trying my hardest just to pee in there, just to be like, Dad, look, I just smoked pot. This Dave doesn't done. believe you. I believe you, Todd. No. I believe you. Actually, yeah, I, believe I believe you. you. I really go. do. What is he up to the yeah, game for really, lying to us? People, well, he just said he, he lies to himself. <laughs> he's just like you. Uh, I, what, what purpose would I have about lying about this? I don't think you're lying sure. to us. I think that you're just you don't want to give in. I, I think you don't you don't do that. It's the same reason you don't call me. You don't want to give in. You're so stubborn. No, no, come on. Wait. Man. So what happened with your dad? What yeah, happened? Yeah, so what happened? So what happened? Um, he just you know he he just says to me like, well, I don't believe you, and I'm like, you know, I don't believe you, and until like I see that you're attempting to uh, you know pay the pay off this this debt that you owe. It basically comes down to me being able to pay my debt off with Discover card in order for me and my father to have a decent relationship. How much credit card debt do you have? have? Uh, I have like 10 10 or 11, and that was great. Um, One of these credit card companies called the house this past week looking for me, and now my father's even more furious because, like, you know, he knows I didn't tell him about this other debt that I had, and now, like, when he finds out that that's, like, Six grand on top of like probably like the thirteen hundred that I told him about. He's gonna fucking go ape. You see how it went from ten to twenty in this little brief moment? No, 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 it's not twenty thousand. It's it's like I owe six thousand, and I owe like third. I owe like um thirteen. No, no, it's probably around like ten to eleven. It's like the ten eleven mark. Total. Uh, I'd say I'm total eleven. Eleven tops. The worst thing for your dad is that he probably he's dying to pay it because he can. Uh, he doesn't want you to have this debt. He wants to just get rid of it. And then he knows yeah, he shouldn't pay. Yeah, I don't want to. I just don't want to. That's why I haven't told him about it. I don't want to, I don't want to go down that avenue because he's just going to be. He, first of all, I don't think they're going to. I mean, honestly, I don't really think he is going to do that because he's so fucking pissed off at me. A and B, um, you know, I he kept asking me repeatedly, did I have debt? And I just kept saying. No, and it's just because I didn't want them to know that I failed and once again, you know, uh, relapsed and spent thousands of dollars on drugs and bullshit instead of, you know, and then not being responsible enough to pay it back. And my father and my mother have, like, completely really washed their hands of me financially. Like, I, I, I've, like, called them up and begged them for $100, like, a couple of months ago. They would not eat. They basically hung the phone so up. So, wait. So, Todd, you get the apartment for free, right? Right now, yeah. Do you, do you have to pay utilities? There's, there really isn't any because I'm never there. The only thing that, that, that we have to pay for, I think, is water, and I just, I, that's you know, just showering pretty much. Okay, uh, so, so everything else is included. How did it get to the point where you wound up? What happened over the relapse? What, what, what? Where'd you that, break well, that down? Was, that's where all this debt came from. I mean, this is from this is from a couple of years back, and it's it's gotten so bad now that they're like, you know, that I haven't answered the phone and so. In over a year for some of these companies, then now they're trying, they're tracking down, they're trying to track down numbers of anyone else in my family. They try to get to me. Right. It's no, ridiculous. But you were talking about the story that when so get my dad this text message, like saying, you know, a debt collection company called. Horrible. You're, it's going in and out. But I wanted to hear what happened. Did they leave? And then you call. Who, who did you call? What did you do? What was that relapse that day? Oh, so I'm sorry. So, uh, we're losing. We're you. losing you. Where are you? Uh, I'm up on Park Avenue. Here, I walk down. Can you hear me now? Is that better? Yeah, it's much better. Um, so I'm sorry. We got off tangent there. So anyway, I can't go to the bathroom. My father says I, I don't believe you. And uh, yeah, and until you start paying this this debt off. Maybe me and you can start having a real relationship again because I'm just fed up. I'm, me and your mother are just fed up. That's why we haven't really been calling you and, and talking to you that much. We're just we're sick of it, and we're just fed up. And so I give them both. So they give me a ride down to work. I kiss them goodbye. I get out of the car. I feel horrible. Like, I'm so depressed now, and I feel terrible. And then uh, I go into work. And so, as I said, this place is, like, huge. It's a craft beer bar. One of our jobs is to sample, you know, the, the, each beer. Like when they change the when they change the keg, so we know what we're talking about when we go to try to describe it to the customer. Long story short, 
I was working a double that day, and we have a new we had a new general manager that just started that week. Didn't really like me, and I come back to my break, and he goes. I asked him a question about something, and I've been back on the clock now for like twenty minutes, and I said something to him. He turns and goes, "You have alcohol in your breath." And I look at him like with this like crazy like just like yeah like what the fuck like yeah of course I, I go like I of course I have alcohol in my breath I just tried the you know the new IPA thing he's like transfer your tables and and, and clock out I'm like wait what and he's like yeah just transfer all your tables I'm like wait what is going on here what are you talking about he goes you you, you know you stink of alcohol I'm like yeah I know I, it's part of our job to try the alcohol. So I'm chasing this motherfucker around the restaurant because he won't stop and talk to me. He's just, like, running away and just telling me to transfer my shit out, which I know what that means. It means, like, goodbye, Todd. You're out of here. And I'm like, this motherfucker would never, you know, confront him, you know, come, let me explain, like, or try to get some explanation to him why I'm getting fired for something that we're supposed to do. And um, I walked out of there. I lost my job. I literally started crying because, like, the pressure of, like, being with my parents that whole day had, like, driven me to the brink as it was. And now I'm, like, after my father just tells me, you know, like, they're never, they're not helping me with this. They're not helping, you know, they're not going to, don't ask for any help. You're not going to get it. And all this dead shit. All of a sudden now I'm out of a job, too. I had, like, fucking 60 bucks in my pocket. And, like, I had no other money. I had no food in the fridge. I didn't know where my next, you know, where my next dollar was coming from. And I just fucking hit the wall and I said fuck this shit and I fucking went and got like two bags and I got so fucking wrecked and I just like fucking passed out of my bed with like the biggest shit eating green smile on my face like it was like ridiculous it was totally something I didn't even regret I was so upset and it just I just wanted out what and was it, it a I, moment of weakness what was the word you used what's that what was the original phrase you used to describe the situation um he doesn't remember. Uh, what's your? I don't remember. What's what your, do you point? <laughs> what's your <laughs> point? Because he beautifully described the this point, moment. I mean, I just—that was my relapse. That I, mean, I just described it. I just described it. Fuck it, and I, you know, I ripped two bags, and I fucking went to sleep. Where'd you get that? Where'd you get the dough? Oh, uh, right up here. Is it fentanyl? No, no, no. It's not. It's, it's you know, it's just it's just crappy shoot dope. I mean, it's, it's did your dad? Garbage. Did your dad show up the next morning and he's like waiting behind the toilet so that when, <laughs> so he's no, there to catch no, the dope laced no, urine? No, unfortunately, he just missed it. He missed it by but he missed it by by mere hours. Right. Could have caught me dirty. Oh yeah, and he's like, and you know, just let you know, like when you when you come home, you know, I'm this is you know we're gonna test you then too. Like he's basically telling me like every time I, I show up over there, we see each other, it's gonna be a drug it's test. Like, it's like, well, that's good. I'll never see you again, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but just to surprise you, Todd, I didn't want to tell you this, but you know who's with us right now? Who? Your father. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Imagine though. Imagine if your dad was at my dad's house. I, you know what? That would be the greatest thing for a relationship that's ever happened. Because he finally would have heard it straight up, no filter. Here's what it is. But you could so, do that. You, know, you could just send it to him. Send him a link. Yeah, man. Send him yeah, a link. Okay. He doesn't want to hear. Yeah, We're not. Right. No, he doesn't want to hear this shit. No, no we don't want to send him a yeah. link. That's not what we want to do. Um, so what's the plan, buddy? What are you going to do? I don't know, bud. I don't know. I'm working at this place up here now. It's you know, it's a cute little neighborhood place, but I am miserable. I don't want to work there. Um, I, uh, a buddy of mine came into town uh, two nights ago, I guess, for the night. He's from California. He was living in my building for like a couple of years. He was like my little pop buddy. Yeah. And like we had this fantastic Who, ben? idea. Ben? Yeah, that guy, Ben. He is like... We have this like fantastic idea that's like kind of like a we work scenario, but like with growing like you know renting space to grow marijuana like up in like California and Colorado like we're gonna, like we want to get like a big warehouse and like have a place where you can like go and safely grow weed like but you know because you don't want to grow it at your house or your kids and you know you just want to keep it someplace safe and away from your yeah, you just take out there a, and grow weed, and it's like we—it's just an amazing idea. So, so take out a credit line and get it going. Yeah, ask yeah, your dad well, if he could well, get you a credit card and see and no, see how that well, goes. No, uh, Ben's Ben's actually raised already a hundred thousand dollars for the idea, and like he's going to try to get like another half a million more. Oh, if we do that, see. I might have a job like doing something with them because like it's like I'd be like a co-founder kind of thing. It's it's kind of sweet. I don't know. I mean. This thing actually might come to fruition, so I'm, I'm getting like really excited about it. Just trying to like, 
I don't know what the fuck a business plan is, but I've been trying to draw one up, and it's like it reminds me. It involves don't do heroin. That's part of it. (laughs) Yeah, well, obviously, but I mean, this thing could make us so rich if this thing works. Oh my god! I mean, can you imagine that? Like going to like a (laughs) medical a medical state and like just being able to give someplace like that opportunity to. uh, you know, to do that on their own, and you know, I just think it's such a sweet business model. Just, and we don't own anything; we, everything's rented out. So there's no liability. It's such a good idea. I think it's a good idea in the way that, like, where they have places for people to uh, shoot heroin like freely, and this is like a space where you could go Safe and grow weed. If, yeah, yeah, but if, if you're growing weed, I mean, that's a no. Much. I think it's a good idea. I think that the bad idea is for you to think that you can have any kind of life where you're getting where you're getting high because you know it's like you could do Todd you could do whatever you want I, I just think the thing you can't do is like you can't be joyful and happy and be using anything you've proven that oh yeah no no but I, I don't think I'll stop smoking marijuana completely I mean I don't even smoke it every day now I said I, I smoke it like once in a while so I, I smoke every day I'm anymore. telling you ever I'll, since I got out of rehab ever since I left uh like, the only time I smoked every day was like when I was upstate with the Lou. That's probably the most I've smoked since like I left rehab. You know what? Like, you know what Linda said to me. What's that? She said the reason that Todd doesn't call you is because you annoy the shit out of him, telling him that he needs to be clean, and that he doesn't want to hear about that shit from you anymore. Mm, I don't know. I don't know how true that is. Um, but anyway, I just love to hear from you and. Uh, I hope anything you do is successful, and if you ever need anything from me besides money, I'm happy to help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've established that a long time ago, buddy. And Todd, I want to meet you in ago. person sometime. Um, yeah, I really like to come into. I think, yo, I think that Facebook Live idea is great, guys. Facebook like Live, that. you should come out to the Hamptons. I would love that. We'll put masks on. We could like be all mariachi band or something, or like those like wrestling masks. That'd be so dope. <laughs> and we just have like a live show, and everyone could call in and say yo, what up? I think that'd be so fun. All right. You know, I mean, wouldn't that be a great idea? You get to actually talk to your fans, like you know, on the air. That'd be kind of cool. Totally. You can talk to uh, our fan Courtney. What's up, Courtney? Who, after you called in, said you were going to die. <laughs> I would like to speak to her. Courtney, <laughs> what up? I'm still here. Please, Lord, take me out. Not out. Just come on, man. And then what about that cute girl who's in some other country who was like, I'm yeah, really interested in this Todd. <laughs> <laughs> she's like intrigued. She's like, she's like this, this firebrand Todd really has something that I'm interested in. This is the kind of guy I... And, I don't think she said it like that. She was interested. She sounds a little interested. I, yeah, but let's get her like, We should speak to her. We should speak to... Uh, She's in some weird country, though. A country like I never heard of. Do you know what I'm talking like, about? No. What, what is it? Can I, you I, say it? I, I, I could... If I could pronounce it, Kazakhstan? I could Kazakhstan? It's some weird... Let me see if I can... you got to give me a second. Is here. it Eastern European? Here, talk, talk, talk to Todd for a second. Oh. Yeah, I can barely hear you, Chris. Are you still are you in the same room? Or he's just not. He's not interested here. in you. <laughs> Chris has been on the phone the whole time. He's I have a been dick. on the phone. Chris is a oh, fucking crazy. asshole. You know who yeah, we're gonna? Did you, you know about Jeremy's hot girlfriend? Yeah. What do you mean? The girlfriend. I know about the girlfriend. Yes. Why? What? What's She's on? on a show on um, Amazon called Sneaky Pete. It, I heard of that show. Yeah, she's she's a lead on the show, and she, what? I, she, yeah, she's and she's like she plays like a sixteen year old girl, and it's Jeremy's girlfriend. Um, Holy shit! <laughs> but she's um, she's oh, gonna be. She calls in in this episode, and we're gonna play her call in a second. But I'm trying to find. I'm not gonna find it now. I'll, I'll tell. I'll, I'll I'll release the name of the country of your secret admirer at another time. <laughs> But I can't fucking figure it out. But we, know, Chris, but I, Chris is saying we don't have any more time for you. Why don't you just say it? Why do you we keep, we why do you keep making this rolling along? I gotta along go back thing? to Boston tonight. Yeah, it's Chris is gonna drive back. You know what I was thinking about, Todd? I was thinking just about stay over. Why are you gonna drive all the way back to Boston? I got stuff to do. I gotta go to a Halloween kegger tomorrow. He's going oh to a kegger. Wake up early and just drive then, man. Come on. I, I want to sleep my own bed. I don't. Have you been a Dave's? Dave's. He's got the sectional couch, and I'm not going to sleep it's well. Very comfortable. Very comfortable. I slept on it many nights. Yeah, many but it's. I, I got to sleep in my own bed, and I got to wake up and go to this thing and be a sober guy. You know, I don't have no desire. Todd can't relate uh. to that story. Yeah. <laughs> um, but listen, 
Um, I was thinking, Todd, there's a story I want him to tell another time. I want you to tell the story when you worked on Dog the Bounty Hunter and you were in Colorado and you wound up copying uh, crystal meth and you were looking for something else. You remember that story? Uh, I was looking for crystal meth and I got cracked. Yeah, that's that's, the story. That story. So we're going to do that another time. But then I was also thinking about how when we lived in Los Angeles, we we would be like me and Todd lived in the same house. And early in the morning, I would want a cop. And Todd would be like, yeah, man, just wake me up in the morning and we'll go down to, to downtown. And I'd be I'd be like, I'd be up in the morning and I'd make Five this big pot dude. of coffee. And I'd be like the kid. I'd be like, come on, Dad. Let's go play catch. Let's go downtown and cop up. He'd be like, nah, I'm not going to go. And I'd be like, oh, Dad, can't we just go? And he'd be like, nah. Well, shut up, dude. You didn't annoy me to the point where I couldn't go back to sleep. But you just keep carrying on and then I just go. I'd be like, let's go. I'd be like a dog. Let's just go. Yeah, let's just 5 a.m., Chris. 5 a.m. Like, this motherfucker's <laughs> up. Ready to, like, watch, like, the stampede of Mexicans run across the avenues downtown L.A. Like, they, like, let him out like it's, like, a horse race. Yeah, to and get to me. Yeah, I'm the prize. It's a dog race, and I'm yeah. the rabbit. Um, and then, so, like, but then I, I was thinking about it, and some of my favorite memories from them was me and Todd in the front seat of Todd's car, We'd each have, like, the big McDonald's coffee, and we'd be smoking Marlboro Reds, driving down to downtown L.A. as the sun came up. Be it listening was really to, romantic. It was, it, was a, it was a... What a time to be alive. Hmm. It was time. such a good time, man. Oh, man, I really look back at those days. Like, they were so beautiful. <laughs> oh, man. That could be glorifying drug use. But anyway... They really are. Oh, my God. I just miss are... you, Todd. That's all I want to say. I miss you, too, but we got to get together and get some dinner, like, when I... Have a fucking couple of days here. You never um, have the time, Dad. You never have. We'll have you never to, make we'll time. time. It's like that. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out off air. I don't want to take up your time. Break my heart. Just, All right. Shut up. I love you. I love you so much, and I miss you like dearly. You have no idea. No idea. I have no idea. You're right. You don't. You don't. And uh, Chris, I love you too, buddy. And I hope you have a great time with that nigger tomorrow. Rage. Right. I love you, man. Rage. We'll speak love to you, you too, soon, buddy. buddy. All right. Later. Uh, later. 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 Todd. There he is. What a treat. You never know. It just he comes through sometimes. But you didn't like that? No, I'm saying you never know. He, sometimes he doesn't, you know, it's like, oh, Todd might call and Todd might call and Todd might I'm call I'm surprised and he, he does did. all of a sudden. I'm surprised he did. That story with his dad is intense. It's, been, that is, it's so funny because all you got to say to Todd is, what happened? <laughs> it's a great story. Okay, so instead of... Um, Playing the one you were going to play, what was it? The Sneaky Pete one? We'll play that on the next episode. We got a short little five-minute voice memo from Silas, Silas or something? We're going to close out. And uh, first, let's do a review. Let's do the review. Review of the week. Amazing and Genuine by Brittany Shock. She says uh, on iTunes, Chris and Dave have amazing chemistry and the camaraderie is sincere feeling. Also got to love Dave's adorable father. He contributes some of my favorite moments, exclamation point. I found the podcast at a dark moment in my sobriety, and it really helped me feel less alone. It started with what I thought would be a hilarious collection of debauchery and has grown into an uplifting mix of funny drug tales and just enough recovery hope as to not be preachy. Great, right? Great. You ready? Ready. Voice memo? Sure. What's up, Dopey Nation? Uh, This is Ivy from Ohio. Uh, you can call me Ivy. Uh, sobriety date, April 20th, 2015, and I'm not making that up. 420 is my sobriety date. Uh, I wanted to leave a shout-out and a little message to uh, to Chris and Dave, because I appreciate what you guys are doing. Uh, it, it's nice to kind of make light, or a little more light, of the things that have happened to all of us who have been addicts or are still addicts because um, what's done is done why don't we just kind of laugh about it and just agree that we don't ever do that shit again <laughs> uh, I just have a couple quick uh, stories I wanted to, to lay down on you that I thought were kind of funny uh, one of them was me and my buddy were at his house his girlfriend was there and she, uh, she did not approve of what we were doing we were both heroin addicts, uh, shooting dope in the in the living room all night, 
and while she was asleep, of course, because she wasn't going to let us do that. And I uh, wake up in the morning, and apparently she had found out somehow, and she kicks me out of the house real quick. So I got to get in my car, and I mean it quickly. She said, get up and get out. So <laughs> I got up and got out, and got in my car, just started driving home. And we had just been doing drugs all night, and I felt the urge to puke. And uh, I noticed a police officer was behind me. So I couldn't puke out the car. I couldn't really stop the puke. I still got dope on me. Um, So I grab an Arby's cup from the night before, and I just puke into this big Arby's cup. And it, it just barely made it to the rim without spilling <laughs> so I had to drive a couple miles with this until this police officer pulled off somewhere else with this puke in his RV cup and uh, that was that was pretty bad another one that was pretty funny was uh, I was at a concert in uh, here in Ohio called the Alrosa Villa a couple of my buddies were playing for the, uh, they were opening for the, the main gig. And uh, I'm off to the side, kind of kind of behind stage, but off to the side. And they're tearing it up. And uh, this guy, big beard and sunglasses, looks over at me and says, Hey, uh, you know those guys? I said, Yeah, those are my buddies. They're tearing it up right now. And he said, I want you to tell them that John said that they... Are, uh, are fucking shredding. And I said, John, who the fuck's John? And I tilt my head and look at this guy, and he kind of looks at me over his sunglasses. That's goddamn John Petrucci of Dream Theater. <laughs> and uh, I, I about lose my shit, but I'm also fucked up on, on dope, so I can't really react the way I want to react. Other than my eyes getting kind of big. So after the show, I tell him, hey, John Petrucci said you guys fucking killed it. And you know, they didn't believe me because I was fucking on dope. And my sense of humor is kind of kind of silly like that anyway. But uh, I swear to God, that was John Petrucci. And uh, I met him while I was fucked up. And I was too fucked up to respond and get an autograph or or swoon about him because I, I love his stuff so much <laughs> uh, last story my buddy and I uh, from the first story uh, he rolls up to me in a brand new car says he's going to Detroit asks if I want to go with him and I said I can't go to Detroit <laughs> So he, he leaves, and a couple hours later, I go by his house, and uh, just a couple houses, or a couple, we're out in the middle of a cornfield, so a couple miles down in a cornfield, there's a big-ass fire, and I stop, and it's the car that he was in, so I think he got murdered or something. I walk over to it, and I see that it's on blocks, the rims are off, and the License plates are gone. I don't know what the fuck's happening. But I see patrol cars and fire fire trucks coming, so I get the fuck out of there and call him, and apparently he was supposed to dispose of it for somebody. Uh, In which, when I was speaking to him, I got another call coming in from the person who told him to dispose of it, a less than reputable person. It was our dealer. (laughs) Uh, He was screaming at me to tell him, my buddy, that he fucked up and he's mad at him because he was supposed to dispose of it in a different way. But, uh, yeah, Yeah, that was uh, a pretty fucked up story. (laughs) I'm pretty sure he almost got killed anyway after that. It was not a... Not a good time. Yeah, those are my dopey stories. Uh, Stupid things that I've done and stupid things that other people have done that I've been around. Um, I just want to say, you know, Dave and Chris, I really appreciate what you guys do. 
this is uh, it's very therapeutic for people such as myself that don't want to uh, don't want to lose themselves after after becoming sober. Uh, I, when I first was becoming sober, I was I was scared that I was going to lose my personality because everybody that I had met that was now sober or preaching about being sober were just fucking lame. And it just really bummed me out that I might just lose my whole personality after becoming sober. And, uh, you know, by the way, I didn't, I didn't go through traditional rehab or clinics or anything like that. I, uh, I tried it and they didn't have an open bed for me because heroin detox won't kill you. So they wouldn't give me a bed. Um, I just got Suboxone and went on Suboxone for three or four months and uh, got off of it and I've been clean ever since and um, yeah but I but I appreciate what you guys do and how we can how we can talk about these things and and kind of laugh about it is it's that's that's therapy for me just laughing about these things that were that were just dopey as hell. <laughs> And now it's over, and it it, uh, it feels good to look back on it and say, "God damn, what a dumbass I was! <laughs> what a dumbass he was!" And uh, thanks, guys. Stay strong. I love the podcast. All right, thank you, Ivy. That's very very cool. It's touching at the end, but you don't like Dream Theater. I was I, I was know, playing this. I thought it was a decent voicemail, but I was playing it for you specific, specifically because I didn't know who he was talking about. To be I, totally I, fair, I, I don't know anything about Dream Theater. Let's listen for a second. Did, Wait for him to sing. Yeah, I can do without Dream Theater. It's not you, yeah. But um, I like this guy, and I appreciate that heartfelt thing. And and the idea idea of getting clean and not being yourself or being boring is real. Like, um, I I can totally relate to that. And, um, I mean, this morning, I'm on the train, okay? And I had to go to the bathroom. Or I had to blow my nose, like I always do on the train. And uh, and I'm walking through the, the the car, and I'm looking at all the normal people. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, I'm just thinking I'm not like them. Yeah. And uh, and I tuck myself into the bathroom just to get some toilet paper to blow my nose. But I think about when I used to tuck myself into the bathroom to get high. Yeah. And the last look at them is like, fuck you. You know, I get to do this and not be one of you anymore. Yeah. And there's kind of something about what this guy is saying. I don't want to say his name, and I didn't catch his pseudonym, so forgive me for not saying I think it's name. Ivy, yeah. Something Ivy. Ivy. Yeah. Um, and, um, but that feeling that you're not going to be yourself when you get clean. Yeah. That's a, a real feeling. And, um, and also that you don't want to be part of the world. I mean, did you get that? Did you feel like that when you would get high, that you just didn't want anything to do with anybody else? I just rejected the human condition and the emotions that came with it, and I wanted to play God and just basically be untouchable by anybody else. See, mine was... I wanted to not be vulnerable at all. Right. Me too. And I also just wanted to be like, I'm not you. I'm not like you. I can go in here and take care of myself and not have to deal with you guys and anymore. And nothing you do can affect me because I can do this. Because I'm free because I get to shoot heroin. I'm yeah. free because I get to shoot heroin. You know That's what's funny, funny though? The Arby's cup of puke in the beginning. He talks about puking in the Arby's cup and holding it, right? Big gulp. Big gulp. Or, uh, I think it was Arby's. I don't know what it was. Whatever. Puking in the cup, right, as he was driving. Is I have almost an identical story. I remember that story. You remember it? The drinking and driving story. And you yeah. puke in the cup, and then you drink the puke. No, no, no. You're getting two stories confused. Okay. I pissed in an Arizona iced tea bottle Arizona. when I used to drink and yeah. drive and yeah. get stuck in traffic, yeah. and then I used it as a chaser, and I almost drank my own piss. I didn't. It touched my lips. I uh-huh. didn't drink it. This is a different one. I got off of the Newton exit off of the Mass Pike, and there was a stadium behind me, and I had to puke, right? I was 17 years old, 18 years old. I would drink and drive constantly. And the state, he pulls up, and there's a red light right when you get off the Newton exit. And he pulls up right to the right of me, and I have to puke. 
and I'm nervous that he can see me. I don't even want to look and make eye contact. So you know what I did? Pulled my shirt up I remember that, over yeah. my nose yeah. and, he right? puked into and your... just puked into my chest. Wow. It's disgusting. That's, yeah. Well, listen, Dopey Nation, Chris had to fucking drive here from Boston uh, he gets here at 9 because the traffic is so bad on a Friday evening. He left at like 3.45. Only to eat, scarf down a couple tacos, eat a bunch of cookies, go insane to get back in the car to drive back so he can take his new girlfriend to uh, her kegger tomorrow night. And, and uh, so I just want to say I think Chris is insane. Uh, but I also think he deserves a, you know, I, I should be more appreciative of his efforts for the show. And your haircut's not as bad as I thought it was when you got here. It's, you it's apologize to Caitlin. No, I will not. Um, but I just think we would be better off as an institution, maybe a mental institution, yeah. but we would be better off as an institution if we could go back to those breezy... What's they say? Breezy. What's wrong? Easy breezy. Easy breezy. Relaxed days in Southampton. Well, we're gonna do that. Sipping diet coke and chowing down yeah. on parmesan. We're gonna we're gonna do that, and we're gonna have an experiment to do um, to break it up, so we don't do these marathon sessions. We're gonna try to do a Skype one coming soon in an episode or two, maybe. Well, this wasn't even a marathon session. No, it just be if you had gotten here at the time that. But I also don't think three. I think a sweet spot for us is two. Scoring threes a lot. No? Yeah, I don't think we hit the sweet spot tonight. I think so. I think it was great. We had Todd and we had that. Todd and Brian were who, excellent. He angrily uh, defended the huh? Dopey Nation. Remember, he was like, fuck everything. <laughs> fuck you. Um, and the, uh, the, the sour milk. What do you the think medium, about the medium? <laughs> what do you think about, um, about Todd's story? It's great. No, forget great. It's sad. What about the intense denial? That all he can think about is opening some multi-million dollar weed factory. Yeah. Okay, let's just say hypothetically. Yes. All right, I'm not even on board with that. It's an amazing, great idea because the fact is there's a lot of people with a lot of money. That it, Weed is big business now. And there's suits that are doing this that are brilliant with MBAs that are throwing millions of dollars behind it. So you don't I, think not, Todd to, can not to burst Todd's bubble or his friend, who I'm sure is very capable and has some money. And bright if he wants but, Todd to be his partner. Yeah, but there's people with way deeper pockets that are having concerted efforts that have had the same ideas. And I, and I don't mean – maybe hope their things work out. That aside, the fact to take Todd, who's having a really difficult time managing his life right now, to, to buckle down and say he's going to step in and be a co-owner, partner, board of directors of this major project, to say, as Bill Wilson would put it, he's going to do the about face and – Drink like a gentleman, and I'm putting that in quotes because it's like he's going to do the about face and manage smoke his life and smoke weed away. on the side. Like, it's just not very likely. Well, and Todd, if you're listening to this, I not. wish you. Well, he probably listen. Does he listen to his? He doesn't even listen to his own stuff. No. Wow, he's missing out. I'm telling you, man. The reason he, I, mean, I know I'm pathetic harping on the fact that he doesn't call me. He was one of my best friends, but the reason he doesn't call me is because. His shit is so far out there. I'm telling you, if he could get a few months together, his life would change. Yeah. God, if he, he could be a salesman something. I don't know. You don't know what the hell he could do, but he could do something. He could do something. He could be a co-host on What's Dopey. What's that line from Tommy Boy? I never saw it. Could sell a, you never saw Tommy Boy? Are he, you kidding me? I saw it once. He could sell a ketchup pop, popsicle to a woman with white gloves? I, nice. feel, I feel um, like that's Todd. I think that Todd... Uh, he could, listen, if Todd plays his cards right, he'll get clean just as Dopey is cruising. And he could be like, Dopey's like stuttering John type. Third, third guy. A guy. Artie. Somebody. He could be something on Dopey. Yeah. He could be amazing. And he's like, you always said, he has his ear to the street. Yeah. He's out there. Todd is fucking great, dude. He's out there. Todd is just, you know, what did you do today? It's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, stay strong. Stay strong, Dopey Nation. Drop us a review. Next episode, we'll play you the the sneaky Pete. The phone call from the one of the leads from this Amazon show, Sneaky Pete. Yes. 
and Tootle. And it look for in about a month. Matt Pinfield from MTV wants to come on Dopey and One talk about his. Rock we didn't bottom. touch in with uh, Hot Wheels. We're going to touch in with Hot Wheels. Yeah, next week we'll touch in with Hot Wheels. Yeah, somehow. All right, Toodles. Wait, wait, wait. We still want more reviews than Omar. Yeah. So make it happen. And tweet at Artie that we want him to come on. All right. And also send nice things to Todd. Send good vibes to Todd. Yes. And prayers st- and meditations. And stay. Prayers and meditations. You know what I'm saying. Stay strong, Dopey Nation. Toodles. I want to take a walk around the world. I wonder would it do me any good. Until I get some money in my pocket, then I guess I'll just have to walk around my neighborhood. But I want to be good so bad. Wanna be so good, so bad, so bad. I wanna be good, so bad. Bad desires, all I ever had. And I wanna take a ride up in the sky. Watch this airplane just pass me by. And I wanna see a Lear jetliner take a dive. Just to show all of these people what it means to be alive. But I wanna be good so bad Wanna be so good so bad so bad I wanna be good so bad Bad desires all I ever had And my shadows getting smaller smaller And it's time to where I stand Shadows getting smaller and smaller And it's time to where I stand And I wonder would they pay it any mind When I leave this busted city far behind I'll take the high road however far it winds Because peace and love are very, very, very hard to find And I want to be good so bad Want to be good so bad, so bad Suckers make me mad And it's all I ever had And it's all I ever had And these suckers make me mad And I want to call my dad And it's all I ever had 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 And these suckers make me mad And it's all I ever had And I want to call my dad And it's all I ever had